In today's show, I'll walk through four clever, dare I say wicked smart ways to leverage our proprietary smart pricing technology for routing orders intelligently to the market. Now, if you're already trading with us here at Option Alpha, then you'll learn some new techniques that will help improve the efficiency of the bots and automations that you're running. If you're not trading with bots yet, and you're still manually entering all your opening and closing orders yourself, then waiting for the trade to fill, canceling and replacing an order with a different price if it doesn't fill, waiting again for that trade to fill, and on and on, you'll love how much time you're going to save when you start using smart pricing. You're listening to the Option Alpha podcast from OptionAlpha.com, where we show you how to make smarter trades, learn how the stock market really works, and generate consistent monthly income. Monthly income. Now, your host and head trader at OptionAlpha.com, Kirk Duplessis. Hey everyone, this is Kirk here again from OptionAlpha.com, working every single week to make this the most popular investing podcast offered online because it's based on one thing and one thing only, and that's helping you consistently place smarter trades. So again, thank you so much for tuning in today, and welcome back to show number 220, where we're going to be walking through four wicked smart ways to use smart pricing. Now, if you're already inside the Option Alpha platform, and you're already trading with us like thousands of traders are, you know what smart pricing is. But if you're new to Option Alpha, or you're new to auto trading, what smart pricing is really quickly is our proprietary technology that allows you to control the way in which orders are sent to your broker and eventually sent to the market through your broker. So what happens is is that usually what people do, and this is kind of like the original story of smart pricing, and everyone should be familiar with this. If you're a trader, you've done this one time or a hundred thousand times with orders, is that back in the day of manual trading, like years and years ago, right? What people would do is they would place a trade to open or close a position manually on your desktop, on your phone, whatever the case is. And you would have to choose the price that you were willing to pay or that you wanted to accept for that trade. And so what would happen was that if you were rushed for time, you would potentially place the order maybe above the mid price or a little bit below the mid price, right? So that you guarantee to fill because you didn't have time to sit there and babysit the trade all day, right? And if you had time, well, you would try for some better pricing and try to fish a little bit for pricing. And so you would place the trade and you would sit there and wait and watch and stare at the screen, right? Mindlessly waiting for that fill to go through or that bell to go off in your broker platform that the trade is closed or entered or whatever the case is. And so you would do this over and over and over again. And it was only when you had the time, of course, to sit there and watch your trades and enter your trades and price out your trades, right? You would submit these orders. And if your trade didn't fill, well, then you would have to cancel that order, replace it with another order. Sometimes that was an easy process at some brokers. Other times it was maybe a little bit more of a manual process. You had to rebuild the trade all over again, reprice it, add the legs, expiration, and then resubmit the order and on and on this cycle went. And so what we decided to do at Option Alpha when we started building out the auto trading platform was to come up with a way to do this more intelligently. This whole process of entering orders and controlling how orders went, we thought could be automated. So we developed a technology called smart pricing, which allows the bots basically to analyze the bid-ask spread of a position that it's going to close or open. And then under your control and your direction on how you want smart pricing to work, 
you can control the intervals at which orders are sent to the market. So for example, if you want orders to go fast, you could have orders sent every three seconds, or you could have it be set to patient smart pricing, which means that orders are sent every 20 seconds, right? So you're controlling how you want the orders to go to the market time-wise. And you're also using smart pricing to control the number of prices that are going through, right, based on the bid-ask spread, and you're controlling how far up and down the bid-ask spread you're willing to let the bot go. So you have all these controls, for lack of a better word, under your control on how orders get sent. So if I'm trying to enter a trade, for example, then I could use smart pricing and I could say, I would like to set my smart pricing to patient because I'm entering a position. I don't want the bot to allow the position to fill at anything you know, more than 60% of the bid-ask spread, but go ahead and try a couple prices, right? So try prices up to 60% of the bid-ask spread. And what it'll do is it'll start trying at the best possible price for that spread. And once it does that, then what it'll do is it will let that order sit and see if the order can get filled, right? And if the order gets filled, great, you're in and it's done. But if the order doesn't get filled, then the smart pricing will cancel that order for you. Again, this happens automatically. Yes, automatically, it's magic and automated. So automatically, it cancels that order for you and replaces it with another order at a slightly different price. Now, depending on the bid-ask spread, that different price could be one penny higher, right? One cent higher, it could be 10 cents higher if it's a really wide spread, right? It's all under your control and, and how wide the spreads are for the particular product that you're trading. But smart pricing will try always for better pricing and then work its way through the bid-ask spread up to your controls and limits that you set. Now, as always, you can turn this off at any time. So smart pricing is not required for trading and you can turn off smart pricing in Option Alpha and just always submit one price limit orders and just let them sit there. But it's a great piece of technology that you can use to improve your trading. So today, now that I've kind of discussed what smart pricing is and you can see a video, we'll put a link in the show notes to a video in our tech doc so you can watch and see how it works with a live example. Go over to optionalpha.com slash show 220 and you can get all the resources for today's show. But what I wanted to focus on today is not just that you should use smart pricing because it's just an easy slam dunk layup of a win for traders to use technology to route orders and you don't have to sit there all day. But I want to give you four different ways, dare I say it, as I said in the intro, like wicked smart ways to use smart pricing a little bit more effectively. So having seen a lot of traders in the platform, lots of bots and templates that are out there, a lot of people are using smart pricing in very creative ways. And some people are using smart pricing with regular defaults, which there's no doubt about it. The defaults are a hundred times better than manual trading, but let's try to squeeze as much out of this as we possibly can. So the first wicked smart thing that you could do with smart pricing is you could adjust the core smart pricing type for different entry and exit scenarios. Now, this one is my personal favorite. This is an easy win that you can do inside of your smart pricing settings is just to adjust the type of smart pricing that you're using. You could use normal, you could use speedy, you could use patient. And the idea is that it's going to adjust the time intervals at which smart pricing will work through those orders in your broker platform. So what I like to do personally is that when I'm entering trades, for example, I like to use patient smart pricing. That means that orders are, are spaced out over a greater time interval. 
This allows the orders to sit more and for me to really fish for a good trading opportunity, or I guess the bots can fish for a good trading opportunity for me. So whenever I'm entering a position, I personally like to use patient smart pricing. Now, if I'm getting out of a position, I might also want to use, in some scenarios, patient smart pricing. But in other scenarios, I might want to get out of a position faster. And so in this case, under different branches of my automation, different market conditions, I might choose to exit a position using fast smart pricing. So work through the bid-ask spread very quickly, make all the adjustments, try to fill and get the position off as quickly as possible. Now, again, that could be different scenarios for you than for me, but the idea here is that you can quickly adjust just the core smart pricing type that you're using inside of your bots and automations. So let's say that you're trading something and you're into a short put spread and now the market starts tanking, the VIX is going higher, right? Well, under that scenario, maybe you close the position using fast smart pricing because the market is moving very fast, the VIX is shooting up, right? And so you've got your bot set up to close if the market has those conditions present. And in that closing order, you would set your smart pricing to fast. Now, in the other scenario for that example, let's say that the market is just continuing to trend higher. You've got a nice fat profit. It's reached a profit target in the bots. Well, there's no need to rush necessarily. So set your smart pricing under that set of market conditions to use patient smart pricing. Don't force the trade to get removed. Try to let the trade just naturally hit or take off, take itself off at a nice profit target that you've set without having to really force things and use fast smart pricing. So again, that's the first wicked smart way to use it is just adjust the core smart pricing type. Number two, adjust the final price and bid-ask spread percentage for different exit scenarios. So as I mentioned earlier when I was describing smart pricing, smart pricing has settings that allow you to adjust and set the final price that the bots will use. So for example, you could set 60% of the bid-ask spread. That means that at the time the orders go out and the bid-ask spread is analyzed for that position, smart pricing will never go beyond 60% of the bid-ask spread. For some spreads that are really narrow, this might mean it tries two prices. For spreads that are really wide, it might try four prices, right? But it will stop at 60% of the bid-ask spread. So the wicked smart thing that you could do in this example here is you could adjust that final bid-ask spread percentage, again, for different entry and exit scenarios. So like we discussed in number one, which was just to adjust the type of smart pricing you're using, patient, normal, fast, etc. Now what you can do is you can adjust how far you're willing to let the market go in the bid-ask spread. So for example, if I'm entering positions, I might use patient smart pricing, as I talked about earlier, and I might allow the bot to go up to 60% of the bid-ask spread. So I don't really want to go too far beyond mid-price, and I'll always try better pricing before I get there, right? The bots will try for the best pricing possible, but I still want to potentially get into a trade. So I'm allowing the bot to go, say, 60% of the bid-ask spread. This means that I'm not allowing the bot to go the whole way through the bid-ask spread and force a trade in. I still want to be really patient and very strategic with my entries. This means that I may not get filled because 60% may not cut it or there may not be liquidity. So the bot will just keep trying as long as all the criteria are met every time the automations run to try to enter at 60% of the bid-ask spread or better. So that's entering the position. Now, under a different scenario, what I might want to do is I might want to let the bot go 80% of the bid-ask spread. 
Now, maybe when I'm closing a position and I have a nice big fat profit, I know I'm sitting on a massive profit, so I'm willing to let the bot go a little bit further into the spread to ensure that the position gets off. I don't want the position to turn around on me. I don't want the big fat profit that I have that I'm sitting on to evaporate. So yes, I'm willing to let the bot, of course, try better pricing first, but I'm giving the bot leeway to go ahead and try up to say 80% of the bid-ask spread or whatever that is for you. So this is a really cool way to, again, adjust for different market scenarios. I've often seen people in the community with some of the bot templates where if you have a scenario that you're scanning for that doesn't happen that often, oftentimes that person will use 80, 90, 100% of the bid-ask spread because those trades don't come along often enough to let orders just sit there for two or three days and get positions filled. So those people, when they have their bots and templates that they share, they often will use, again, 80, 90, 100% of the bid-ask spread because the opportunity is so good that they want to get into the position, even if the spreads are a little bit wider. Now, we'll say one like quick little caveat. We always do suggest, and we've talked about this a lot in workshops and demos, we always suggest that you use a bid-ask spread filter before you even get to opening or closing a position. This is, again, an easy, no-brainer layup of a thing that you can do inside of your bots and automations is before you even get to the point of letting the bot send orders to your broker, you can have the bot filter out wide bid-ask spread so that if you get to the point where you're saying, okay, bot, you can use 100% of the bid-ask spread, you know that the bid-ask spread is, say, less than 12, you know, 10 cents or 10, 12 cents or whatever it is that works for you, right? So you can do that inside the bots. You definitely want to filter out those really, really wide spreads. And I got to tell you, and we've talked about this on the blog and we've done research on this, even the most liquid products like SPY and QQQ and IWM, even the most liquid products and options have really wide fluctuations in their bid-ask spread during the day. So it's really important that you filter for those and then use smart pricing to always try and work from best pricing to worst pricing through your orders. Okay, number three here. This is a really cool one. You can use the trade price calculation to also set your final price. Now, this is a really clever one, and a lot of people do this, again, manually or in their mind or with a little calculator by their computer, right? But you can actually set smart pricing to do a calculation for you to set the final price. And this is dynamic, so it does that calculation for each individual position or each type of position that eventually gets to that closing or opening position order. So in this case, let's say we enter a position and we want to take the position off at a 50% profit, right? So that's our profit target. Well, we can actually use smart pricing to still try all the best pricing possible, but we set our final price to be the trade price times 0.5, which is 50%. So we can use a trade price calculator inside of the smart pricing settings to help us really control and in some cases use laser precision at where we want to get the trade off. You can say, I want the trade price plus 10 cents, right? Like I want at least that as my final price, which means try for better, like see if you can get a better fill. But the only thing that I'm willing to accept is this, right? The trade price plus 10 cents or minus 10 cents or times 50% or whatever it is. You can use a calculation function inside of the bots to set that trade price. Okay, number four here on our list of four wicked smart ways to use smart pricing is to deploy a bid-ask spread waterfall. Now, this one is my top 
and most favorite one. And it's because I've seen a lot of people use this. We actually recently used this in a template that we shared into the community called the Hexabot, which we talk about in an upcoming show and kind of go through the entire origin of how we developed and tested and use the Hexabot inside of our, our personal account. I use it inside my personal account right now with lots of tickers. Inside of that particular bot, and a lot of traders use this strategy. It's not unique to me. I didn't create it, but a lot of people use it and I love it. And I started using it as well is a bid ask spread waterfall. Now this one is definitely more advanced because you're using smart pricing in conjunction with some other decisions that you can use inside of your bots to on the fly evaluate the bid ask spread and then appropriately take action using smart pricing settings, different smart pricing settings, essentially allow you to control for slippage a little bit tighter. So again, this is definitely more of an advanced thing that you can do, but again, we'll post screenshots and links to some of the examples that you can see inside the community and some of the templates inside the show notes at optionalpha.com slash show 220. Again, that's just the number 220 optionalpha.com slash show 220. But here's how the bid-ask spread waterfall works. Essentially, inside of your bots and automations, you're going to get to the point at which you want to, let's say, close a position. Maybe you have a profit target. Maybe your position's challenged. It's close to expiration. Earnings are coming up. Whatever the case is, whenever you get to the point of trying to close a position in this example, you are going to start executing a bid-ask spread waterfall. And what the bid-ask spread waterfall does is it starts to evaluate the spread of the position that you currently have open. And it starts to evaluate that bid-ask spread and then appropriately uses different smart pricing settings and different sets of decisions and actions to send orders that are relevant and dynamic for the market that you're currently in. So for example, the bot might check the bid-ask spread of your position and the way that I do it inside the Hexabot is I say, is the bid-ask spread less than my first like check, my first level, I call level one, my first level one check. So is the bid-ask spread less than 15 cents, for example? If the bid-ask spread is less than 15 cents, then I use a closed position action in my bot and I say, bot, go ahead and close the position. And I set that particular closing action to use 100% of the bid-ask spread because I'm willing to let the bot work through if the spread is really tight, 100% of the bid-ask spread and use smart pricing to do what it's meant to do, which is try from best to worst pricing through that spread and get the position off. Now, if the bid-ask spread is not less than 15 cents, then I stair-step down to the next step in my waterfall, which is to ask the bot to evaluate my level two bid-ask spread threshold, which in my case, maybe for an example, would be say 25 cents. So I asked the bot, okay, bot, is the bid-ask spread less than 25 cents? Now at this point, I know it's not less than 15 cents. So I'm trying to let the bot, using this waterfall of decision technique, try to evaluate, okay, just how wide is the spread that I'm working with that is present for the position I'm trying to get off? So now I ask the bot, okay, bot, is the spread less than 25 cents? If the spread is less than 25 cents, and now I know it's greater than 15, but less than 25, and I don't have to do a thousand waterfall steps. I can just do a couple to kind of hone in on it. Then I let the bot use smart pricing, but I only set it to use 90% of the bid-ask spread. Now this controls effectively about the same amount of slippage that I would want to get out of the bot at this point. 
So now I let the bot send orders, but I only let the bot go to 90% of the bid-ask spread because now I've determined using this bid-ask spread waterfall that the spread of the position that I'm trying to exit is greater than 15, but less than 25. Now I do it again. So let's say that the spread of the position that I'm trying to exit is greater than 25. So it continues down the no path in this example, and you can see screenshots of this on the show notes page. And now I have the bot try to evaluate level three bid-ask spread, which in this example might be something like 50 cents. So I tell the bot, okay, bot, is the spread less than 50 cents? I know it's not less than 25 cents. Is it less than 50? Yes, it's less than 50. And now I know if it's less than 50 and it went down this path and it's greater than 25, it's somewhere in that range. I again, let the bot try to close the position, but I readjust the smart pricing settings for that particular scenario to 70% of the bid-ask spread. And then finally, I can do this again on level four bid-ask spread where I check and see if it's less than 75 cents. If it is, then I allow the bot to go 63% of the bid-ask spread. Again, controlling how much slippage I'm willing to give up net-net on that position. And if it's not less than 75 cents, I can check and see if the bid-ask spread is less than a dollar. If it's less than a dollar, I still might be willing to let the bot try to close the position, but I might go to something like 60% of the bid-ask spread or 55% of the bid-ask spread, right? I'm telling the bot exactly how I want the bot to send orders and at what point I want the bot to stop. Now, in my example, using the Hexabot, after level five pricing, whatever you set that as, basically the bot just does not try to close the position. At that point, the spreads are way too wide at that moment in time, and you can just let the bot check again at the next scan and monitor interval that it runs on. So the reason I like this, and I think this is a wicked, wicked smart way of doing it, is because it combines a lot of the things that we've discussed here today about using different smart pricing types, using percentages, using trade prices. You can do this all inside of your bots. And the cool thing about it is that once you set up a waterfall like this to evaluate the exiting price, then the bots do it all the time. So wherever pricing ends up becoming, you know, like gravitating towards for that potential exit point, then the bots will just naturally fall to the right pricing level. It will start to readjust pricing dynamically across the spread and use all the different pricing intervals that you want to use. So again, it's a really cool technique, definitely more of an advanced technique that you can consider, but something that I've seen a lot of people use. I started using it myself for a lot of the bots and templates that I run. It's a really, really smart way of evaluating spreads as you're closing positions. So I want to offer one quick one at the end here. I know we covered all four of our wicked smart ways to use smart pricing, but one other thing I just wanted to let you guys know about is something that doesn't necessarily have to do with a traditional close of a position. And this is one that I discussed on a workshop a number of weeks ago, and a lot of people have started implementing it, which was just to use a ghost order. So I just call it a ghost order because it really doesn't end at any particular point where you want to close the position, right? This is just a standing ghost order that you leave out there at your broker platform. So what I do is that in some of the bots and automations that I run for monitoring positions, if I don't get to, let's say, my 50% profit target, well, I still might place an order at 50% and let it sit there in the market until the orders get canceled and the next scan interval runs, right? I still might let that 50% profit order just sit in the market using smart pricing. 
Because who's to say that in that five minute period, maybe the markets change really fast or something happens. So I basically put a ghost standing order in the market at the end of all of my no branches. Now, again, this is a, a little bit more of an advanced technique, but if you're using bots and automations, you don't have to wait all the time to send the order if you have a profit, for example. You could if you want to, and that's the traditional approach. But if you don't have a 50% profit, there's no harm, no foul, because you're using automation and technology to do it. It's not wasting your time. It's not, you know, like crowding your space and you're not wasting your time on a computer sitting there in front of the screen. Just have the bots place a standing order at 50% profit just in case something happens in the time between now and the time orders are canceled in the next interval. So I think that's a really cool way to do it. A lot of traders have started doing that. You can still use smart pricing settings for that. So it'll still try for better pricing. I've seen in some cases where my bots have placed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of orders at my broker, which is fine. That's okay. That's what I want them to do. I want them to do that manual, tedious process for me automated so that whenever the right opportunity arises, it still has an order that's out there or a potential order that's out there that can capture a profit. So that's kind of a little bonus one. Hopefully it helps out. Again, we'll put links to all of this in the show notes page over at optionalpha.com slash show 220, including the workshop that we did for doing those standing orders so you can see how to do it, how we do it here at Option Alpha. That might help out. Thanks for listening to the Option Alpha podcast. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a rating or comment. Plus, you can get everything. Free email updates for future shows, transcripts, video tutorials, case studies, and more. Just visit our website at optionalpha.com. All right, that's a wrap for this week's podcast episode here at Option Alpha. But as always, before you go, please keep the conversation going. Please let us know. Tag us in the community, add a comment, add a tweet, whatever. Let us know what other shows you want us to get to, what other topics came to mind, or things that we could discuss on the podcast coming up. I also wanted to let you know of some new stuff that we recently released. You've probably heard me talk about this before, but we released a brand new bot wizard inside the community that streamlines the entire process of creating a bot for you. You're going to love it, especially if you're already inside of the Option Alpha platform. If you're not already auto trading, it literally reduces the bridge and the learning curve almost flat to creating your first bot. You just fire up the bot wizard, tell the bot exactly what strategy you want to trade and all of your entry and exit criteria, and then click the button to create your bot and your new bot gets created automatically for you to edit, modify, enhance, or turn on if you want to inside of your account. It's amazing technology. We've been working on this for a really long time. We think you're going to love the bot wizard more so than anything else that we've developed lately because it makes the entire process of creating bots so, so easy. So go ahead and check it out. Start your free trial over at optionalpha.com and let us know what you think. As always, I truly hope you got at least one thing out of this that you can apply right now to help you consistently play smarter trades. And until next time, happy trading.